2: Are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network? <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to hear about the latest in alien contact, UFO encounters, shadow people encounters, anything and everything out of the ordinary. I want you to know, I will disclose that here on the program, whether it's in the news or in the emails that you're sending to me, I'm going to discuss it here on this show because... This is how we keep in touch. This is how we keep the conversation going. We open up, we disclose, and we give our two cents worth of what we think it is that we experience because nobody has all the answers. If they do, then I could stop doing this show, but that's not the case. So we're having to still keep this conversation rolling, growing, and spreading. And I'm telling you, I get the emails from all over the globe, and I am never, ever, certain what I'm going to get when I open them, because usually I like to open these emails while I'm doing the show. And uh, sure, sometimes if I see an email, please help in the subject line, I usually open those ahead of time. But if I see in the first line, it says, please do not share on the program. I also respect that as well. But this show is about sharing. And I get a lot of people who will write me and say, write me back if you want to learn more. Well, hello, that's what you're writing me for. So tell me as we go here. I like to get on it because uh, I feel like time is changing, don't you? And, and, and that's something I want to talk about this show, actually, is uh, this time that we're in. But first, I want to remind you to go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com, Or HeidiHollis.com. They both go to the same place, but people tend to spell my name wrong. So shadow folks will take you right to the site as well. And on that site, go and write me about whatever it is that's on your mind. If you've come across something in your own research or even reads or if there's somebody that you'd like to suggest for this program, write me, tell me what's going on. Tell me what you've experienced. Tell me what somebody you know has experienced. And I mean, near-death experiences, uh, ghostly encounters, Bigfoot sightings, anything and everything out of the ordinary. It surprises me how often, more often than not, actually, people are experiencing something. I swear to you, I could go into a room and, and find that nine times out of 10, people have something questionable, even if it was a dream, a dream that stays with them for a lifetime. And I call those waking dreams. I call those dreams that we truly learn from because otherwise it would just be something that we forget about and we move on, right? Not waking dreams. Waking dreams are like a life dream, like something that is there to help us grow for this life and maybe into the next for all we know, right? Um, So yeah, I I just, uh, I think never to knock anything to the side because we have dreams for a reason, right? I I mean, I would imagine that things are not given to us or happen to us for nothing. So taking the hints. <laughs> All right, but remember, shadowfolks or com, And also find me on Twitter at one Heidi Hollis. And same with Instagram at one Heidi Hollis. And uh, YouTube is Heidi Hollis, right after youtube.com forward slash Heidi Hollis. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I tend to keep a one in front of my name for a lot of social media because I thought there was only one, <laughs> but apparently there's others with my name. Um, <laughs> so I have to be specific. There's one, one, one in front of my name. All right. So, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about some of the things that, uh, I'm going to be sharing on the program today. First, uh, I've got your emails. I'm going to go through those and chat about those here on the program, uh, which are my favorite types of shows. I love the emails. Love the emails. And remember, you can always be an actual guest on this show if you want to speak to whatever it is that you're experiencing. But a lot of people really back down from that. So it's okay. I understand. I used to get extremely nervous calling into programs and whatnot, so. No worries. I will continue here. But um, yeah, so I want to talk about the times that we're in because holy moly, all I'm hearing these days are, these are definitely the end times. These are the times that uh, we've all been speaking about for eons uh, through the books, through traditions and warnings and texts and and whatnot. And I'm always uh, about, you know, let this be a time of change versus anything. Yes, there are a lot of things going on these days where cataclysmic events seem to be in the news constantly, the pandemic rising, and it's, uh, it's been a stressful time for a lot of people. Uh, life has changed greatly for many. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, out of work. A lot of people have lost their jobs, homes, and uh, people have gotten involved in things that they might never have because they were busy. I'm hearing about increases in addiction. I'm hearing about increases in births of children two children and uh, suicides and depression and so much is happening. But I always like to remember and also remind others that These extreme changes that we're experiencing right now, I I believe there's been dozens, if not more, times in history that people have uh, thought it was the end then. And they would carry the signs or they would scream it out on the corner or on the highest mountain to say, look out, things are coming, Jesus is returning. It's a happening now. And uh, I always am on the more optimistic end to be like, well, let's hope that we have more sunshine going on and more people being enlightened before the end really comes. Because if it's a coming right now, it's not looking that great for a lot of people. I think a lot of people have lost a lot of uh, potential in themselves because they lost hope Uh, they lost faith, they lost sight of the light. And uh, there's so many people that are looking into darker craft, let's put it that way. Um, I don't understand. I I've had people send me messages to say, wow, Heidi, look at this. This is awesome. More people believe in UFOs than God. I'm like, whoa, okay, we've got to fix something here because we need to believe in a higher power of something, right? Because too many people recognize negativity, recognize evil. Um, but they don't recognize the good, the God, the light and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't look to those numbers as being a great thing. I think that we definitely have to encourage each other a little bit more out there. And it's so very important that we do this. Why? Um, because these, these things that people are saying, if these are the end times, oh boy, Let's, let's perk it up and pick it up, shall we? Because uh, something has got to give more to the positive. One of the things that I'm curious about looking into more are some of these predictions of old. Like, what are the signs? What are the other signs that we're supposed to be looking for if these are indeed the times that we're supposedly warned about for so very long? I, I, I'm... I'm not the best when it comes to ancient history, okay? I find those types of programs very enlightening and shocking because there have been a lot of signs as of late. I mean, we all know the major ones. I mean, cataclysmic events, famine, uh, pestilence, and we know these big major signs. But what about the smaller signs? What about those? If these are truly supposed to be Uh, things we're supposed to be paying attention to, let's look at the smaller details and the hints along the way that we might need to straighten up our act versus uh, panicking because we're going through another uh, turmoil uh, that uh, just seems to happen every so often. But also in the experiences that I've had with various types of beings, I guess you could say, uh, they let it be known that what the earth does, it, it recycles itself. It's just what it does. It fixes itself. We abuse it. It heals. We abuse it. It heals. But look at all of these missing cultures that have been buried over and over again by water and dirt and dust and sand. And it makes you wonder, how did that happen? Did people just all up and leave their major cities? Like, imagine picking up and leaving New York, or London, or Paris, just leaving and, and getting buried. Something happened, right? Something happened to these major uh, metropolitan areas that uh, the ancients used to live in the thousands gathered together. I had—I I would always look at these... Uh, these uh, structures of old and wonder like gosh you know they didn't have some of the equipment that we do to build these things it had to take a lot of work to just up and abandon so hmm for we're in these times or something shifts something tilts like i don't know the planet on its axis could we indeed be a lost culture <laughs> as uh, others have been in the past so it makes you wonder makes some people worry But one thing that I know is none of our predictions, none of our mouthing out about it really helps or prevents. All we can do is work on the inner parts and hopefully be prepared for it to, quote unquote, meet our maker if it comes to that. And, uh, you know, people want to leave their mark on the world. Leave your mark on the world on a good note. How about them apples? (laughs) Oh, I tell you, there's so many things to worry. And if worry actually helped anything... Then let's all pour into it. But it really doesn't. So better prepare versus that and just ah, do what you can, what you can control within your own little corner of the world and enjoy your family, enjoy life and enjoy what's going in the positive for you versus worrying about all the negative that could happen and may happen because even the best predictions uh seem to always kind of go a little bit to the left a little bit to the right nothing ever seems absolutely 100 percent accurate and uh i just think that only god knows the time and the hour when that will happen right so uh yeah don't hold your breath for the worst to happen Let's just hope for the best And that's my positive note. But next, we are going to get to some of your emails. And boy, there is a couple of juicy ones looking there. So uh, we'll dive on into that after the break. And uh, so you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be.
3: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
4: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandys can give you that comforting pause. <sighs>
2: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Just before the break, I was mentioning how I'm going to be diving into your emails today because they are coming in and I appreciate it. And please let me know in the first line of your emails that you write to me through my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. Let me know if I have permission to read it here on the air or not. More often than not, people are now switching over to be more open. I was getting a lump of emails there for a bit saying, please don't read it on the air. And I'm like, hold on. Hold on. That's what the show is about. Sharing. Sharing. And sharing is caring. And um, (laughs) that's what we're trying to do here is try to get people up to speed on what it is people are experiencing in their own homes. Because if we don't know, if we don't share, and you could share it anonymously, but if we don't do that, how are we ever going to learn? I mean, just waiting for an author to randomly show up at your door and say, hey, I want to write a book about you and your experiences that is very rare. And uh, I've had a lot of people contact me to say, isn't this really cool? Don't you want to write a book about it? Like, oh, man, I've got a lot going on already. And I have a lot of content for books already. My life is full of stuff that uh, (laughs) I could write about. And uh, if you don't know, I have written several books on everything from angels to aliens and, uh, of course, uh, demons uh, to the devil himself, which are shadow people and the hat man. So check them out. Go to my main website. Once again, HeidiHollis.com. And uh, I'm going to just dive on into these emails. And sometimes, forgive me, sometimes people repeat their emails to me and I don't always catch it. And uh, a lot of these emails sound similar to me anyhow, because... I see the patterns on everything, everywhere. And that's what I talk about a lot here on the show. So it helps people to decipher when they are met with something or if they're investigating something, they can also decipher the patterns and what might be behind it. All right. Diving in. Okay. Where am I? Okay. uh, This one. Dear Heidi, I have been having issues with shadow people since I moved to Cleo, Alabama. That's a cool name. Or is it Clio? That's with an I. I don't know. Um, I think it's Cleo. <laughs> they are here in the trailer that I live in with my daughter and her boyfriend and our dogs. I have seen them change into little black dogs. Ugh. Chills. Whew. Okay. Um, this next line. It says, they violate my dogs, Heidi. It's horrible. I'm not going to say the word, but I stay up to keep them away from them. Huh. When I first moved in here, I always heard people talking in both bedrooms, one at each end of the trailer. I need to get rid of them for good. Please help me. They won't leave. Oh my gosh. This is, um, uh, and this is, uh, the first initial we'll just say is R. This is really, uh, this is the first, this is the first I have never heard of shadow people taking the form of a dog like this and then violating them, um, uh, inappropriately. Let's put it that way. Um, Wow. Okay, so shadow people can indeed, they can shapeshift, yes, I've heard of that, them turning into what looks like hellhounds, if you will. Um, Almost like a rattler looking thing with glowing red eyes, or you don't see the eyes. And when you think about it, though, why wouldn't they take advantage in that kind of way? Because shadow people, well, I'll just say it, I mean, I think I have mentioned it here on the show, they do rape people. Um, shadow people, Hatman, and apparently that's what these demon shadow dogs are doing to ours animals. Oh man, Um, that is a that's that's a first. That's a first to hear of animals having this. But it makes sense because shadow people and Hatman have harmed animals in the past, killing them and and whatnot. Um, growling at them, even biting them, throwing them, throwing them as a big one. Um, wow, this is terrible. Okay, well, to, um, to answer your question, when it comes to what to do about these shadow uh, dogs, ugh. I'm just kind of shocked. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just like, I'm really shocked that they would go that route. Because when it comes to shadow beings, they're very much like people. It's all about the power. It's all about taking advantage and taking over and doing what they want to get them to bow down to them. I wonder if your dogs are very territorial. Um, is that why this is going on? It. It just, uh, I'm trying to search my mind. Or is it to show... That it has control over you, trying to throw the fear into you of over what's going on here because you have no control on it. But I'm gonna tell you, there you do have some control on it. Now, you didn't give me a whole lot of background on who you are and what's going on here, uh, fully. Like, oftentimes when people have uh, experienced something so horrific, uh, they will say you know you know I think it's evil or you know I was uh you know my background is this you know I tried that or something um I I tell you to to really call on the light the positive your faith a bit when it comes to this uh trying to move in on you like that but this act is absolutely heinous I get it this is striking a lot of fear to even witness that the animals are succumbing to such a thing. So I'm going to tell you what you need to do to clear and protect your home um, and your animals, because this thing is really just uh, going all out, let's put it that way, and in front of God and everybody to show you who's boss in your own home. But that's not going to happen for long. I am not sure what your background is as far as your faith is concerned. A lot of people seem to be hesitant to share and to speak on such a thing. I don't understand why, because we are talking about evil. Um, Why not talk about good? And so I'm going to go there and talk to you as if perhaps your background is Christian. All right. So what you need to do, you're sharing this space with uh, two other people but you need to go to the furthest corner of your home that is from the front door. And what you're going to do is you're going to bless that space. Now it's kind of methodical and what needs to be done. It's something I've mentioned way too often here on this program. And, uh, so I try not to go into crazy details, but I will email it to you. How about that? And, uh, But you need to go methodically from that furthest corner, just to say briefly, and work your way from that corner, that furthest room, and work your way to the front door and blessing it. And I mean you doing this using holy water, which is blessed water, or using spring water that you can get from a bottle or go to a spring or go to a river. And I uh, have it sit out in the sunlight for a couple of hours. It's like like a cleansing thing. It's like bringing sunshine into your home. Uh, and, uh, and, and use that in your blessing of your home. Um, I use a, a necklace that has a cross on it. And I go and I bless each room. Now, what's important? Now, you have dogs. I hope they have some kind of a collar on. And if you could get a trinket of a cross... And to attach it to their collar. And, but you're going to use that, that trinket of a cross in your blessing. So as you go through the home and blessing each room and each corner, the blessing is kind of in with what you used, right? And you're going to have that and put it on your pets. So it serves as protection, and, uh, you know, there's also this manner of uh, uh, where you can h- keeping a light on. These dark things, yes, they could come in the light, but they prefer not to. But small gestures of something bright and cheery like that, uh, keeping a light on is protective. Um, even uh, uh, saying a prayer over your dogs every night of protection Uh, Anything and everything that is positive and of the light is seen as a detriment to these negative things. And wow, you know, the innocence of pets, it's like, what did they ever do to these things except love you and try to protect you? So I could see that being a threat for sure. I mean, you see almost every horror movie, if there's a pet involved, that pet isn't going to last to the end. I, you know what? And I think about that. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a horror movie where a pet lasts to the end. Huh. I just figured that the directors and the staff get tired of cor- corralling the pets on the set. And they just like, okay, let, this is only going to be for a few scenes. We're going to keep the animal, right? Um, but then, you know, I, I find it often, too, with uh, ones based on true stories. That they don't keep the pet around very long. So they're kind of uh, an alarm. To what's going on. So I think that is uh, a big tell as to why that uh, that happens. So your animals are are being abused and threatened right now. And that will make their little souls kind of shrink. And I'm sure it's horrifying to you too. So you feel like your power isn't there. all All involved are feeling that. So definitely take your power back. Bless your space. I will email that to you. And protect your animals and protect yourself because if it's doing it to the animals it's gonna move on to you this is uh, a sad reality but it's just a taste of what can happen and uh, we don't want anything worse to happen to your pets so definitely gonna pick up the pace and uh, as I always say sprinkle some Jesus on it and (laughs) and uh, kind of go from there and uh, please do let me know how it goes I do like to hear back from people to hear of uh, all your situations. So if I'm addressing you here on the show, please reach back and let me know. But nine times out of ten, I don't hear back from people. And I just take it as, well, that's because they moved on and it got better. All right. Well, we're going to get to our next break and next email. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back.
3: Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
4: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause.
2: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Today is all about your emails, your stories, and whatever it is that you're experiencing out there in the world. So don't forget, go to shadowfolks.com and tell me, give me as much detail as you can about what's going on out there what you've seen, what your thoughts are, and what your research is. And you can always be a guest on this program. But nine times out of ten, actually more than that, um, (laughs) people prefer to email me. So it's all good. All right, so I'm getting to the next email here. It says, Dear Heidi, I am so glad I found you. I received a text from my daughter yesterday evening that has had me online and terrified ever since. Uh oh. She sent me this message about my granddaughter, who is just two and a half. So she says the weirdest thing to my daughter in the car, as she says she was scared. That she was so scared of a bedroom door in particular. I asked her why. And she said, because of the man. Mm. I asked her, what man? And she said, the man in a hat who crawls on her door. Oh, okay, moment. Dramatic pause. Can you guys imagine that? Can you imagine that? Oh, okay. All right, moving on. I am so worried about this. I had never before heard of a hat man. But now that I've started looking at everything online about this, I just needed to reach out to somebody who could help. I live in Florida, and my daughter and her family are way up in Vermont. I'm debating whether to tell my daughter what I've discovered. Please, any help or advice you can give me Will be so appreciated. Sincerely, L. I'm just gonna give the initial. Whoo! Oh boy! All right. Um. This is a pattern, guys. This is a pattern that I don't like seeing, and I don't like admitting to. But Hatman loves to go after children. He loves to terrify them. I have had people who can recall being the age of your granddaughter. And uh, growing up to say, Hat Man scared me so bad as a baby that I knew not to cry or that he was going to kill me. Imagine that. And this freaking thing is crawling on the door of a two and a half year old and then crawling on the ground towards her. That, that's sick. Absolutely sick. Okay. I'm going to tell you something though. Now, usually when he goes after someone like that, young, older, doesn't matter. But when he's like so strongly going after someone, it is because they are gifted in a sense, gifted as in perhaps being able to see things that others cannot see. Uh, gifted at being intelligent uh, insightful artistic bright lights i've was uh, i've been informed let's put it that way that uh, people like that like you hear of uh Near death experiences, right? And at the uh, people have these these tunnels that they go through, and and at the end of their tunnel, they see a light, or they see shadow people, or they see aliens. I mean, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we all walk around with these tunnels. They look like funnels uh, that are going from the tops of our heads. This is this is what I was uh, told, and uh, and anything passing by can see these little tunnels and just kind of jump into them and spiral right down to you, right? But there's billions of these tunnels crowding the skies of anything flying over. But then there are those really bright ones, right? And those bright ones really catch the eye of negative things. So they really want to hone in and stomp out that light, okay? They want to control that light. They want to scare that light into submission to not speak, to be so horrified and petrified, they grow up with PTSD and emotional disorders, and and not uh, not seeming quite like everybody else. So not being taken seriously. Now, when you get this dark thing blocking your light like that, the brighter things have a harder time reaching you. Though you may experience these things as well. So. These dark things getting in the way really clog the the funnel of light, (laughs) Uh, clog your potential. And uh, so that needs to be cleared. It needs to be gotten rid of. And uh, there's a lot of different ways that people do that. There's shamans, you know, that have uh, native roots. If you're somebody that's native and you have that uh, faith base for the need for a shaman, they can help clear that. Um the Christian, there you there's self help and there's also those of the church who can help you with that. Uh imams and priests and all sorts of uh, rabbis and other spiritual leaders, they are aware and able to help with these things as well. When uh Hatman comes after a, such a young, young soul like that, you have to step up. Definitely for this kid, the family, the parents, and hopefully it's taken seriously. Because if not, it puts that kid in potentially grave danger of uh, seeming un- unstable, unsteady, uh, and and when you're not believed, sometimes uh, people are not always strong-willed to be able to handle that kind of um, uh, pressure and. Uh, Lack of support and uh, they might resort to uh, to, depression or uh, becoming addicted and and whatnot or rebellious. You know, there's I've heard of people uh, being absolutely promiscuous, whatever it is, to be able to get married and get the heck out of a house. You know, Um, hat man is sometimes attached to a location or a soul. And, uh, being so young and going just after the kid like that, I, I just can't help but to think that he's going after the soul. Now, doesn't mean it's necessarily attached, but he is really working hard, really young on such a young soul like that. Uh, it's worrisome. So, uh, I'm going to send you also uh, the blessing that I mentioned in the to the last email on how to clear and protect the home. and uh you know the prior email they had pets that were being violated and uh, it's like how do you you know how do pets get into the 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 thick of things with such an evil, but you know anything that's of love. Uh, needs protection and innocent like that too so and a child that's being targeted like that uh, you know I can't say or speak to the people how they always grow up having experienced something like that but imagine if that little kid keeps talking and goes to school talking like that and the teacher refers the kid to the, the office that says something psychologically wrong with this kid describing the exact same thing that I've been re- writing about for years. And it's like, this sounds like schizophrenia, right? Is schizophrenia a real thing? Uh, you know, that's up for debate for some of us that are in this field, because I find they have a whole heck of a lot in common with people who experience these types of things. And, uh, It's hard to draw a line always to say that for sure is mental illness. I do believe that mental illness is, of course, a a real thing. Um, But what pushes a person over, can everybody handle seeing something like him? Can everybody handle experiencing something like this day in and day out and being two and a half years old and barely having the words and the understanding to know what's going on? I think anybody would develop a serious mental illness after that. They could, I should say, could. Not everybody does. Um, Because, interesting enough, you do tend to get rescued by more positive, uh, light-inspired souls that see what's going on. And try to keep an eye on. And I mean, it's not always just angelic. It could be somebody's grandmother that tries to smack up (laughs) Ant-Man and shadow people. I just love those stories. It's like, I saw grandma come in the room and all of a sudden that dark thing left. So uh, there's a lot of protective things that could be done to help a kid like that. And um, it's so very sad. And it it always throws me off because it, it just really steps into my heart on, uh, you know, such an innocent soul having to deal with this. And, you know, sometimes you have to wonder too. I believe in reincarnation. I believe in other lives and uh, just because of things I personally experienced and then have seen some really incredible cases out there, kind of proven the point that, uh, yeah, there may be something else that's happened. And, uh, And then there's also... People who have these understandings of their contact with alien beings in this lifetime—like they agreed to this in a prior life—and you know, is, was there an attachment prior in another life? You know, why would at such a young age with something like this come at you? Did you tick off the devil in a prior life? Uh, you know, it, it makes you wonder. But uh, you know, there's more. I want to speak to this actually. Um, And uh, because I think it's so very important and I think there's a lot of parents out there who are observing their children to be going through something quite similar and it's, it's hard to really let it sink in like, really? Two and a half years old? You just got here in this world. How do you formulate these words to describe something like this? Um yeah and i want to speak to something else that you mentioned here in your email here too so we're gonna dive in a little bit further all right well you guys you are listening to dark becomes light with me heidi hollis on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network stick around we will be right back
1: The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It can also expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them.
3: Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
4: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause.
2: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> just before the break, I got an email from Elle, just given initials for this one, in regards to their two and a half year old granddaughter who is experiencing what is obviously Hat Man crawling down her door and towards her. And so this little girl is absolutely horrified and terrified and doesn't want to sleep in their room anymore. Hmm. Would you? And I was discussing how this could be challenging for anybody to have to deal with on a regular basis. It is absolutely traumatizing. And somebody growing up so young dealing with that, I mean, it taints your level of sanity or what appears to be sane. How can somebody deal with this day in and day out? And if you're an honest individual who likes to speak as apparently this toddler does about what they're experiencing and why, it's leaving a dent on their their psyche. It's messing with their sleep. It's causing imbalance. And here Elle, who got this uh, message from their daughter about what the child had said, is curious if they should mention this to their daughter about what the two and a half year old is dealing with. And I'm going to say, oh, yeah, yes, yes, please, please, please do tell her. And if you're afraid of scaring your daughter, imagine and just think about that two and a half year old versus your daughter, because that two and a half year old's whole world of understanding could be affected by deciding not to. And this is just my opinion, just my opinion. This isn't a clinical thing, just my opinion. Um, and my opinion is because of uh, the stuff that I've, I've received over the years, uh, learning from these people who have been threatened by this thing, because it does talk. And as he digs in deeper, and comes closer to these people, it shatters them. I've had people tell me that they don't feel secure in their bedrooms or or having a light off ever in their entire lives because of him. I had a guy write me who said he experienced this thing once when he was a little kid, and it destroyed his life. Destroyed his life because he became paranoid, he couldn't stand in the dark. He didn't trust things. He couldn't take a shower with the, the curtain closed. Every bit of his feeling secure in people and the environment around him, he didn't feel safe. He simply didn't feel safe. What a what a circumstance to be in. And it just broke my heart to hear such a thing. Now you have your two and a half year old who's standing up to it ancient evil, who when he speaks, if she should ever ask him who he is, he's going to tell her he is the devil himself. And if she stands against this alone, when she has the support of yourself, doesn't matter that you're cross country, as you mentioned, it doesn't matter. Be that shoulder. And be the informer to let them know what the situation is. That two and a half year old could not have. <laughs> hold on, I got to address this. this. This is crazy because I get people saying, well, how do we not know? This is just sleep paralysis. I hate that word, sleep paralysis, um, which became a thing after I started talking about shadow people and hat man. Sleep paralysis was not on the radar for anybody but uh, I guess I was making too much ground and waking people up to the reality of what these things are and what they're doing, that uh, the scientific community had to step forward and explain to the world, well, let me tell you, don't trust your eyeballs. Just millions of people are experiencing the same thing and are seeing the exact same man, man in a hat. Give me a break. Ugh. So um I'm not a big fan. I am a big believer in people trusting their eyeballs. They use them to go to work every day in a car. That uh, could be (laughs) a pretty uh, major deadly weapon if uh, they can't use their eyeballs properly, right? Um, So we're trusting people's eyeballs and their judgment. Mm -hmm. We're not uh, deciding for them uh not to interpret things coming in their eyeballs, except for when it comes to sleep paralysis. Suddenly, you can't trust those eyeballs. Okay, we're all talking about the same thing. So that gives justification as to what it is that a two and a half year old who I'm certain is not surfing the web and typing up hat man or sleep paralysis or shadow people into the internet and came upon this. No, this is... uh fresh into this world, two and a half year old, who has uh, honestly described an age old problem going on around the globe. And uh, people say to me, you know, you sure, you know, maybe people are just, uh, you know, looking this up. And that's how they're figuring out this is the same phenomena. Uh, You know, and it's getting into their heads. No, 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 it's the opposite. I get almost weekly an email or two or more that says, I thought I was the only one, or I can't believe this is a thing. It's uh, <clears throat> it's really a, a, a sad situation. Um, and, and I think that um, the more we take it serious, the more ground that we can cover. And the more uh, commonly that we speak of these things, honestly, uh, it won't be such a shock to someone like your daughter when she's trying to help her daughter, uh, two and a half year old deal with this. And the way that you deal with this is I think once uh once you get rid of this dark thing, she's probably going to be really able to see other things. so I think that your daughter's going to have to be made aware of the dark things so the light will be uh, more prominent and she's going to speak of the more light things maybe maybe somebody that has passed of the family will stop by, maybe angelic beings, maybe Jesus, maybe God, for all that we know um. But when they're so young like that, and he's trying to capture their inspiration uh, to control their human potential, to guide her life to be insecure, oh man, she's the powerhouse. She's something really special. I always take it as a compliment, and I always say that here on the show. I take it as a compliment when he puts so much effort forward, and to start that young, Boy, oh boy, he is worried about that one. He is very worried. So I think that's a good sign he's so worried. (laughs) It sounds backwards. It does, because you'd rather this thing not bother her, of course. But her light is so bright, he had to come himself. (laughs) He didn't send his minions, which are the shadow people. No, 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 no. No, no. He comes nightly to a two and a half year old, Mr. Powerful to a a two-and-a-half-year-old nightly to try to secure the situation. Do do you get what I'm saying? So if this little girl is that special, she might be really a cool uh, tool in using to protect herself in the blessing I'm going to email to you to show how she should uh, protect herself in the years to come. So... Have her participate in the blessing because the more that do that, the better uh, that live in the home because the blessing shows that barrier and that unity in putting up that whole scenario is uh, not allowed. And then watch the sunshine come pouring in. And I mean, wow, when you do, it's, uh, it's amazing. It really is uh, a whole other world. Um, I've been there I've been afraid of the dark because I knew what lived in the dark. Why would I want to be in it? Oh, no, I always had to have a light. I still do keep a light for other reasons, because I want to see when the things are trying to make an attempt my way. I don't like to be blindsided. Um, I'm just saying. And uh, a lot of things hate my guts out there. So I just uh, take that serious. But again, I think that... uh, You and your family are in for uh, a surprise on whoever this little two-and-a-half-year-old angel turns out to be, because apparently she is one heck of a prize that the dark side is working so hard. But uh, don't worry. We got it covered. Things will be okay in the long run. And uh, I'm living proof, though I have learned some things do like to stay within earshot not going to name names because why give them any uh, extra bonus or extra credit Mm-mm, no so uh <laughs> i think that it's important that when you come across information and this is to everybody when you've come across information that may enlighten another even if it's scary we grow with bumps and bruises and all of that and all of the above right so It's just like with any other topic. I want to get the paranormal topic to that level, actually, where we can talk about these things more casually, where we don't feel like we have to be horrified or terrified or put a flashlight under our chins in order to be able to speak comfortably on it. We have to talk about these things like we would about the weather, and just be like, you know, hat man is getting, oh gosh, not that thing again. All right, I'm going to get the holy water. We're going to do the whole blessing and we'll just kick them to the curb because that is exactly how you deal with this stuff. I'm telling you, don't let it oppress and depress, isolate and possess because it just keeps going and growing and people's lives suddenly get steered in the wrong direction and you wonder, how did that happen? I put so much into that kid well, the kid might have had some bad influences and it wasn't the kids at school. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. All right, I hope that was helpful. And again, look out for the email. I'm going to be sending both of you to show you how to bless your homes and to... Uh, protect the innocent and for anybody out there who would like to share what it is that they're experiencing be sure to go to my main website which is shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com write me there tell me what's going on tell me your thoughts give as much information as you can because the more that you paint the picture the better And uh, remember, I also have several books out there on the various topics that I cover from Angel Encounters to Jesus Encounters, Shadow People, Hat Man, even Kids Books, and Ones on Faith. I have uh, so many different things out there. And let me tell you, I'm working on some new stuff that I think you'll enjoy. And also go to The Outlanders Comics on Instagram. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. Well, you have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis. On the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody.
1: Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network.